Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Calling all my girls, let's get a real. We can talk, talk, talk. It's your day. Celebrate. Calling all my girls. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through Queen. Better that she hears from you than from, from page six or somebody <laughs> right, else, no, okay? Right. I heard from page six. That's I heard true. someone told me I know to prepare more. the page. Okay, it's already all over New York City. Brendan, where were okay. you when you found out? I was on the one train between 34th Street and 42nd Street. My friend Seth sent me the link, the variety link. <gasps> And then who passed it along to our horse girls? I did. And I was looking for a parking spot. Wow. (laughs) And I felt like I was going to crash my car. (laughs) Wow. I was hoping it was a joke at first. But, I mean, when you see variety exclusive, you're not going to see many April Fool's jokes in there. So what we're talking about, obviously, is Bethany Frankel announcing her departure from Real Houses of New York. Let's kick this off with a wellness check-in from listener Sam. Hi, Dan. Hey, Brenda. It's Sam calling from San Francisco. <sighs> wow, Bethany. Wow. Um, I know this is trying times for all of us, but um, I think we're going to get through it, guys. I really do. Um, it's really important that... Um, as a community, as all of us in the Come Through Queen Cinematic Universe, really, really, you know, pull our energy to really get through this. Um, Brendan, in particular, I really hope you are okay. All right. Um, that's just my uh, word of support. And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Brendan, how are you doing? You know what? I'm... I keep on thinking that I'm going to wake up and it's all going to have been a dream. Yeah. But I think I'm actually taking this harder than you are. Yeah, when I arrived here tonight, you seemed genuinely down in the dumps. 
I guess when I found out the information, I was on my way to be doing something where I mm-hmm. didn't have time to process it. And it's been a crazy 24 hours. We're leaving for a little quick, long weekend vacay. So my mind has been all over the place. Right. With this at the center of it all. Right. Should we first do just a little bit of like the, let's go through the variety of these a little bit. And then we'll go through Bethany's touching Instagram posts. Bethany Um, ever after. But I'll start with the variety piece, and then you can pick it up with the Instagram post. Okay. So, Bethany Frankel is stepping away from the Real Housewives franchise. Variety has exclusively learned that Frankel is poised to exit Bravo's The Real Housewives of New York ahead of its upcoming 12th season. Frankel first joined the acclaimed reality series back when it premiered in 2008 before exiting the series in 2010 during the show's third season. She then rejoined the show during its seventh season in 2015, The Bee is Back, and has been with it since. She has also made guest appearances on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and starred in the spinoff uh, shows Bethany Ever After and Bethany and Frederick. And Bethany also getting married. Beth- Bethany getting married. Oh, wow. um, Bravo did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comments. Okay, I wanted to, before we move on to the Instagram post, the fact that it's Variety reporting <clears throat> this is such a different message than a Page Six, a People, a People and Us Weekly, no shade to any of those other publications, but this is like media news oh yeah mark burnett's people definitely did this and placed this story in variety 1000 percent, i bet you but she's part of it because she gave a statement right right but like it was i bet she was being led mm. with help by mark burnett's people because that's where she's going sure and and so much of the statement is about like what she's doing next business-wise yes lifting up women and so on yes but let's go to a more personal message on instagram so she posted the photo was her and Cookie DeBooBoo, just two sisters. It was her um, title card uh, from seasons one and two. Yeah, exactly. Where she says, New York City is my playground, is her tagline. So she says, I wanted to take a moment to write a personal note to you. I am so grateful to you for sticking with me through everything. You started this journey with me in my tiny apartment in my late 30s, wondering what would happen to me. I was broke, single, and had no family and no idea what the future held. I had big dreams and I never stopped. But I honestly didn't... I'm going to start crying again, actually. But I honestly didn't know if I would ever get here. Uh, No, she posted this while we were out drinking last night. And I was was like, I can't read this now. I need to be... Did you go into the bathroom and sit in silence? No, I said, I want to be laying in bed in the comfort of my own home reading this. So let me just continue. (laughs) You helped me get here. You helped me to get here. I would read your letters and messages and grow from your struggles. You would give me your honest opinion about my products and projects and helpful advice about divorce, relationships, motherhood, miscarriages, health, and surviving the death of a loved one and almost my own. You have shared your ideas with me. and I've been inspired and learned from you. I am fortunate to have created a business and a career that some people only dream of. I had a beautiful baby girl who is now nine years old, and she has changed me as a human being. I'm tearing up. <laughs> I was able to give back and help people all over the world who have hit, who have been hit with the worst of unforeseen circumstances, which we all continue to, which, which we will all continue together. Go for it. Whatever it is, reach for your dreams in life and love and make the impossible happen because it can happen and it will happen. Come from a place of yes. And it's yours for the taking. 
Thank you so much for your love and support, and stay tuned. You haven't seen the last of me. There are many amazing things to come. I love you all, and I'm lucky to have you in my life. P.S. New York City is still my playground. Heart, XO, heart. B. I will say, very emotional um, statement, and I will say she actually really got down to... I think it's easy for us as watchers of the show to forget like where we came from with Bethany and mm. why so many people loved her so much. Yeah. Well, even when we were struggling with her at post-return, we would always talk about where she came from. Like, what, seasons one through three. Right. But and we, why we liked her then. Right. But we'd get lost. But I think, like, specifically to a lot of, and if you go into the comments of her post, to a lot of young women, young mm. professional women specifically, mm. who were probably in their 20s, 30s, watching Bethany struggle and then, like, have all this success... I think it's like, and to see where she is now, she's happy with her kid. She's got a man who's seemingly great. Like she's left on a very high note. Um, I think it it really goes to show like the impact that she had on people and this franchise. She is the real life Carrie Bradshaw. Mm, no, I would say the real life. Um, there's not a Sex in the City comparison. I don't think. No, but I'm just, but like. Carrie Bradshaw was an aspirational woman for women yeah, of a yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bethany is, is, fits that same mold in some respects. Yeah. Like, obviously, Carrie wasn't, a, like, a businesswoman. Right. You know? She was dealing in the business of love. Yeah. Uh, but in honor of Bethany, before we get to the rest of it, I went and found... <laughs> The last bottle of Skinny Girl Margarita. In the New very last. Just kidding. No, no, just kidding. But I did go to two different places because I didn't find it at the first place. So while we talk about Bethany and the impact that she's had, the international implications that she's had, we will be enjoying some Skinny Girl Margarita. Wow. Open and serve, made with blue agave silver tequila. There's a quote on the back from one Bethany Frankel, which reads Everyone loves margaritas. But no one wants the guilt or the calories. <laughs> That's why I created the Skinny Girl Margarita, with the help of Luann. Uh, made with natural flavors, blue agave silver tequila, and lightly sweetened with agave nectar. Skinny Girl Margarita, the margarita you can trust. Beautiful. The last time I drank this was probably at the turn of the decade. Yeah, I haven't had... <laughs> I think there's evidence of me having some back in 2010. There's photos somewhere. Mm. I think that was maybe the first and last time. Sure. Um, I say we do a little taste test, and then I'll pour us a, um, an actual cup of it. Sure. Wow. Here, grab your cup. Amazing. So, cheers to... Cheers. To Bethany. To Bethany. Wow. Wow. The smell hits you first. I gotta say, in my memory, it was worse. Okay. Yeah, it's like... It's fine. So, like, my sister had a margarita at a Chinese restaurant last night. Okay, bold. Uh, But it's like one of those, like, she-she-she Chinese restaurants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And this isn't too far off from what um, she was drinking. I would like this with, like, some bubbles, maybe, like some seltzer, mm. and then maybe a little more tequila. Oh, like a margarita spritz. Yeah. And then a splash of tequila. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But I want to, before we move on to co-star 
uh, comments. You mentioned the man, and that's kind of the elephant in the room. Paul. Paul. We were thinking he was being primed for... Prime time. For the camera. Because he's been... Paul has been all over Bethany's Instagram stories. He's been posting his own Instagram stories. But, like, not just in the Instagram stories. Performing scenes. Starring. Starring, like, a willing participant. Yeah. Not hitting the camera away. Yeah. So, it, it could have gone either way. And it went... The other way. <laughs> yeah, I just like one day we'll find one day we'll figure out the real reason. I, well, the first time she left, she was getting the spinoff, right? And now she's got the slate of Mark Burnett shows. Yeah, but also, she at that time I don't know if she when she left, she had all the money. That obviously she now has a decade later. Like, right now, she really could do nothing for the rest of her life. Right. But she had just sold yeah, um, the skinny girl alcohol. Because I remember it was, like, right when she left, then she moved into, like, Bethany yeah. Ever After was in that smaller apartment. But then, like, right after that was, like, that huge apartment. Yeah. yeah. So, right now, she really, there's no reason for her to do the sh- Beth. Like, Real Houses of New York. Right. Right? I don't know. It's it's that thing about, like, if you're not on TV, then you're not famous. As far as, like, if you're not keeping yourself in the public eye, then you no longer have the same fame that you used to. And there's something that people like about fame. And I think Bethany does like fame. I think she got the talk show. And losing the talk show was such, like, a knock to her. Mm-hmm. That she had to rebuild the brand. Right. And now she's leaving on a high note again. Mm-hmm. In terms of this past season, even me, someone who is vehemently Teen Carol, and now look at me now with egg on my face, Carol with hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine. <laughs> also, can I say, after we reported that fact here first... It ended up on Twitter.com. Oh, it sure did. And I'm sure there's a line to be drawn between this podcast and where it ended up on Twitter.com. And I just want to say we had the story first. The scoop. We had the scoop. (laughs) Okay. Should we get to some co-star reactions before we continue our conversation? Yes, this is my favorite. So we'll just go through all of the co-star reactions as well as there's a couple... um, Sickos. There's a couple sickos out there, meaning housewives from other franchises. So probably the most substantial and most interesting of the co-star reactions is Ramona, of course. Bold. A woman with words. Following the news on Wednesday that Frankel is exiting the Bravo reality series, Ramona Singer, who be- began on Roni with Frankel and has never missed a season of the franchise, told people exclusively that, quote, she respects the fact that Bethany has decided to go on with other endeavors. Bethany found love in her life, and it's so fantastic that she'll be taking the time to grow that relationship away from the cameras and explore other business opportunities. Um, Still Singer admitted, I'm only disappointed that Bethany did not inform her co-stars that she's not coming back to the show. When she left in season four, we found out through the press that she was getting her spinoff, Bethany getting married. She was upset we never congratulated her, but... We were upset she never told us, and that's how we feel now. 
There is a camaraderie among the cast, um, among us as a cast. Love us, hate us, not like us. We are a team. To hear this from the press and not through her is upsetting. I really wish her well, though. The show is a machine and it will continue on. We're all just a cog in the wheel. No one is irreplaceable. Beautiful. I mean, she she made some points. Um, On the other side of the spectrum, as far as wordiness goes, Dorinda commented on Bethany's Instagram post and said, Happy for you, sad for the group X. (laughs) Luann said... It's been a great run with so many great memories. Wishing Bethany Frankel nothing but the best. Kissy. Although she changed that. Apparently. That was a. She, she posted um, an Instagram post that was a picture of her, Jennifer Lawrence, and Bethany. Of course, we have to be reminded of the Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. thing. And it originally said something along the lines of, "We've had many ups and downs. I prefer to remember the ups." And I saw a lot of people in her comments being like, "Well, you also should remember that she like helped you when you were down and yada yada yeah, yada." Yeah. So I think that's why she changed it. Okay. Tinsley, with um, a woman of many words, just put three uh, kissy face emojis. Beautiful. Sonia said, never can say... This one, you teared up for, you said. Yeah, this was beautiful. No, did you really tear up? I did! Okay. It was beautiful. Watch it. Watch it. Watch what happens. Never can say goodbye. This is just a page in time. I'm happy that all the best is yet to come for my friend B. Best mom to Bren, Biggie, Smalls, an entrepreneur, as she continues to empower others. This is just a page in time. Swirling hearts. Hashtag be strong, but with the B. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. I hope their friendship continues. Barbara K. You excel at everything. Excited to see your next move. Quick sign up. Quick Barbara K update. She's. No, th- it's time for a Barbara K update while Barbara. we're here. Can we put it in the news <laughs> sound? Record scratch. Barbara K update. She is seemingly like super close friends with Anne these days. Yeah. I just took to following Anne on Instagram. She helped move in one of her daughters at college at Berkeley, I believe. She Barbara did? No, Anne did. Oh. <laughs> but then she but then Anne had Barbara over the next day coming back from college. Move in. Beautiful. Like Anne went to IKEA, bought, bought some additional storage for her daughter. It was okay. I was like honored to be on that journey. Anne is compelling to me. Should she be part of the um, casting solution? I think, like, a man for Anne was the start of something. Okay. Let's get Anne on the show. So, here come the the stragglers. (laughs) The people who are not housewives anymore or are on different franchises or are still not housewives and were on a different franchise. Gretchen Rossi. Beautifully said, Hart. Emoji, wishing you continued success, my friend. My friend. No way that Bethany knows who she is. Yeah. Or maybe knows who she is, but hasn't seen her in a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie Holman commented with three hearts. And then Margaret Josephs mm. said, devastated for us and thrilled for you. A true fan. You are the original hashtag boss babe. There will never be another. <laughs> then four double heart emojis. Three kisses and a pigtail. Let's just forget Margaret Josephs, one of the fans to become a housewife. I know. <laughs> um, did you also notice that Barbara kind of copied Margaret Josephs' strategy as far as emoji use? Barbara had no emojis. 
No, not in this, but in life. Oh, in life. So, like, Margaret oh, always uses like the pigtails. Like a pig signature tails, emoji. And yeah, Barbara sure. always uses the hammer. A hammer. Yeah. And I think a purple heart, too. She has a liking to that. Yeah, because purple's like a gay color. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Tinky Winky? Yeah, a good man. I heard Tinky Winky and the rest of the Teletubbies are in the most recent um, issue of Interview Magazine. Like, there's a photo shoot of them. In or out of costume? In costume. Oh, in costume. Because I, word on the street is one of them had passed. Well, you don't need You don't need <laughs> Just swap them out. <laughs> okay. Well, now we have some juicy scoop. Okay, but this is from, it's not juicy. Don't say that, please. <laughs> don't like, say honestly. those words. <laughs> um, now we've got some reporting from Dan's favorite outlet. Tamara Tattles. Tamara Tattles. Well, there's an A in there. I know. I know somebody whose name... We've had this argument like seven times. I know someone whose name is Tamara. Mm. That's spelled like that. But like, who makes her God? But who makes Tamara... I think Tamara Bernie just forgot... Her mom probably was a little drunk when she (laughs) signed the name into law and forgotten A. Signed it into law. (laughs) She was with with senators and congress people. Okay. Uh, So they report... Filming for season 12 of Roni had already begun when production was blindsided by the notification from her agent she would not be returning. They were filming background shots for the past couple of weeks. All six women had been asked back, and Bethany gave no indication she would not be returning. Production isn't sure about casting either of the two women who have been testing for the friend role. It's possible they will go with a returning housewife. Mark Burnett has an unscripted show for her in development. She will be a true executive producer with control over the narrative. Her statement makes it clear that she is tired of the screaming and misogyny on Roni. Her deal with Mark Burnett and MGM production allows for multiple shows across a variety of networks and streaming companies. In addition, Tamara Tattles, exclusive source, reports that ABC is courting her as a permanent shark on Shark Tank. Uh- Applause sign, applause sign, applause sign. Yes. Tamara Tattles' exclusive sources also report that there are currently two women on deck for roles on Roni. One of the two will likely take Bethany's spot. The other will take Barbara's. Beautiful. So I think this is a good time to take Neely's call, and then we can get into a conversation about what the future holds. Sure. Hi, Dan. Hi, Brandon. Hi, um, I just call you Brandon. I obviously mean Brendan. I don't know how I said it. Uh, my fiance of the show, Alex. It's Neely P. I wanted to weigh in on Bethany leaving. We're obviously in new territory. We never truly had Bethany gone. She was just kind of like across the street, had her own show. We knew what she was up to. Um, so this is definitely going to be strange, but I think we're heading into a lighter New York. When you really think about who's left, um, no one really cares about anything. When you think about the conflict, it's really best me. Well, she's not involved. She's the one calling everyone on their shit. And, like, Leon doesn't care about anything. Sonia doesn't care about anything. And, like, Ramona's at that age where she's very, like, laissez-faire. She doesn't actually care. And, Dorinda only cares about things when she's really tuned up, so I think we're going to get a lot of fun girl trips, a lot of shenanigans. Um, I'm really into it, unless they bring, like, 
someone with a strong personality with a lot of opinions, I think it's going to be a good time. So I'm like emotional about it, which is weird. I'm not actually a Bethany fan. I don't like her. Team Carol, Team Jill, Team Kelly. No, I'm not Team Kelly Winston, but you know what I mean. Just never have I ever sided with Bethany. But I think I think it'll be a, a good, light, fun season. All right, bye. I love you guys. Thank you, Neely. Let's look to the future. Let's look to the future. So I think Neely makes a point Mm. that's interesting. Sure. I think one player who I think everyone's got their eyes on right now is Dorinda. Mm. I think because Dorinda has never been on a non-Bethany season, so we don't know kind Mm. of how she will be without Bethany. Yeah, because she's always kind of like kissing Bethany's ass a little bit. Right. So there's a chance that she could take more of a leadership role. Will Dorinda be center apple? I don't know. But then other people I have seen pointing out that, like, Dorinda can turn. She's turning. Maybe Bethany's presence is, like, a calming force for Dorinda. Maybe. And she will turn more. Okay. Maybe. I just... Okay. So... (laughs) Sorry. What are your thoughts, immediate thoughts? Well, I would have agreed with Neely that Bethany was, especially that Carol season, mm-hmm. was super dark. Right. But this year, I thought she was kind of, she was finally, like, down for the ride, having fun. She was so fun during the reunion. Even though she was going through the worst shit of her life this year. Right. It was like a different Bethany. Right. And she ended on a high note. Like, if she had left after last, like, the Carol season, we would not be as upset, I think. Yeah. But the world's shaken. So, the Tamra Tattles thing said that there's been two new wives who've been testing. Mm -hmm. It also brought up the idea, which a lot of people are talking about, of returning housewives. Mm Mm-hmm. So what would you like to see? Who's going to return? I think there's different scenarios. The big name that people are talking about is Jill Zarin, of course. ready, willing, and able. No, she's not. If her boyfriend is not going to film, she can't film. I know, but like the thing is, desperate times... Call for desperate measures. Call for desperate measures. It's going to be like a Cameron Eubanks situation. Right. Maybe. Although, let me tell you, I don't... like. You know how we have Southern Charm sometimes on in the background. And in the corner of my eye, that husband of hers who has not appeared on six seasons showed up to the finale party. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. I will say, Jill has enough going on with Allie, with Bobby's death, with Ruggs. Bossy Zarin, with um, her sister. With Rugs. With Rugs. I think there's enough there. I just don't know. I also was... Re- recently watching seasons three and four and Jill can also get very dark and divisive. Mm. Like when she gets into a fight with someone, she is let's sever all ties. Let's burn it all down, which well, is what happened with Bethany. Well, so that was back when Jill, well, well this was like early housewives when, it, when they discovered like, Oh, we could not film with this person to get them off the show. Right. And I feel like things have changed enough at this time, right? Where they're they're probably forced to film a certain amount together. Mm-hmm. I see that. I could also see, and I tweeted this. I could see them bringing Jill and Carol, 
and having these two people who are both best friends with Bethany at one point like get to know each other and try to figure each other out that would be like a truly I would scream to I haven't that would be an odd couple situation um the only time we've ever seen them together on TV was the night of a thousand doorbells Mm. They both came out. Interestingly enough, both in athleisure. Both in athleisure. <laughs> um, so that could be a jumping off point. I love how I read your mind <laughs> what you were going to say. Exactly. Uh, another name that's been coming up a lot is Heather. I don't think she wants to come back. I know, but it, the way I could see it, I think people finally have learned how great she was mm-hmm. and we've been experiencing like on social media that heather sants for the past like year or so i wonder if part of the reason she wanted to leave was because bethany was back the b was back yeah i think maybe so there could be a fun little made-up storyline of uh in over the summer in the berkshires her and dorinda <gasps> running re- into each other run into each other rekindle Oh That's my like God. easy to put into fruition. And then some people, like I say, if Heather comes back, bring back Kristen too. Why not? Kristen recently spotted with Brandy Glanville. I know. Well, they are famously friends from yeah. before all this. Yeah. Uh, I just like, people are worried, but we've got... No, I'm not worried. We've got four strong women and Tinsley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean (laughs) we do have four strong women in tinsley i mean give dale an apple the first mother daughter oh my god wow dale is young enough i feel like she's like a, a contemporary with ramona she's like 70 right sure What's her name? Dale, Mur- Dale Mortimer. Dale, Dale Mortimer. She took Tinsley's <laughs> husband's name during the wedding. Um, yeah, why don't you look that up while I read a look to the future from a, a write-in. Yeah, so this person wrote in and they've never... They basically implied that they've never interacted like really with the... The community. With the community. I think they're in the Facebook group, but... Not a talker on the Facebook group. So uh, we love hearing from no- New Voice. They don't want to be identified in this email, though. Sure. So if I accidentally left the name in, don't read it. No, I'll be really clever. Okay. From come through Queen at gmail.com. I didn't want to put this on the Facebook group, but feel free to mention it on the show. If it's at all of interest. Just avoid using my name if possible. I literally just spotted Bethany on the NBC Universal lot in Universal City, California. She was getting out of her car, either heading toward a meeting or a lunch. She was wearing a, the multi-color skirt number you can see in her Instagram story today. I, I work on the lot, so I just gave her a quick glance and then kept walking. But she's booked and busy, taking meetings and taking over Hollywood. Good for her. Beautiful. I mean, <clears throat> can't wait to see where... I, I, as long as it's not like CBS All Access... I will follow her wherever mm. she goes. But CBS All Access is a bridge too far for me. <laughs> yeah, we used to have an account that I could use for work, but I only watched one episode of that weird spinoff Big Brother show. Mm-hmm. Remember when they did the Big Brother off-season Like on lo- Big Brother Online or and something. And it was fall of 2016, so all these people learned that Trump became president mm. through Julie Chen yes, Nunez. Yes, yes, Wild. I can't figure out um, Dale Dale's age, D-O-B. but... 
estimation with Tinsley being 44, Dale probably had her in her mid-20s. Dale's 68, I would say. Which is a stone's throw from Ramona. Yeah. Yeah. So get her on. Okay, let's just quickly dip our toe into some other news in the Vanderpump Rules world. As we discussed, the the finale was taped just this past week. Mm-hmm. Us Weekly reports. Lisa Vanderpump wasn't lying when she teased complicated dynamics forming during the Vanderpump Rules Season 8. Jax Taylor seemingly had a falling out with co-stars Kristen Duty, Ariana Maddox, and Tom Sandoval. The 40-year-old sir, sir bartender <laughs> is, is no longer following his three co-stars on Instagram and vice versa. It's unclear who stopped keeping up with who first or if the castmates blocked each other on the social media platform. The potential drama may come as a surprise to fans as Sandoval served as one of the co-best men at Jackson Brittany Cartwright's June 29th uh, wedding alongside Tom Schwartz. Ariana and Kristen, meanwhile, were bridesmaids at the Kentucky nuptials. The Fancy AF Cocktails authors, I love how they always like <laughs> slipping shit, uh, and the James May <laughs> creator are also following Brittany on Instagram. Sandoval's relationship with Kristen, however, appears to be on good terms for the first time since their 2013 breakup. Kristen captioned a photo with the TomTom co-owner on Friday, August 16th with a caption, The first pic I've posted of just the two of us in five years. He and Ari are always so supportive of my ventures. Uh, Fist pump, love ya. T. T. What's T? Tom. Oh, t- uh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was like signing. What's the tea? I thought she was signing. Wait, what is the tea? I thought she was signing off as tea. Yeah. Okay. That's so funny. Okay. Ari- Ariana is a fan of their newfound friendship, commenting, "Love you and so proud of what you've accomplished." I'm tearing up again. <laughs> it's an emotional episode. I think it's like me about to go on vacation. Our like, emotions haven't been this high on an episode of Come Through Queen since the day after Trump was elected. <laughs> okay, go back. If, you, if you're like a new Come Through Queen listener, like dig into the archives. Yeah, that's a scary episode. That's a scary It's not scary. It's like we're just very serious. We talked about what food we ate. We're very raw. Yeah, very okay. raw. Okay. Like, Speaking of raw... Wait, no, no, no. I want to talk about this dynamic for a second before we get oh, into the food stuff. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> so, from what I... You have to admit that would have been a good segue I to know, the that, food, food poisoning. Speaking okay. of raw. So, to me, where the current dynamics stand is... Kristen is okay with Tom and Ariana. I don't think okay. I think it's an alliance. Like, close friends with them. Which... I've been dreaming of this. Yeah. Um, and they're on an island by themselves, kind of? Good. And then Stassi and Katie are kind of with Lala and maybe James and Raquel. Sick. They're all sick. And then they're also maybe okay with Jack, Jack and, Brittany. and Brittany. But everyone loves Brittany, so Brittany can talk to everyone. But, like, why does everyone love Brittany? I've, the facade has fallen, you know? Yeah. Especially when she got super nasty during the reunion. Yeah. That's when it all stopped. Yeah. It stopped being... Polite and start getting real. Yeah, So, exactly. from what we usually experience with Vanderpump Rules, because they usually 
they're one of them that usually films within the same exact time mm. period. Yeah. So we'll probably get them in November or December, probably. I think I we got like them November. December last year. I feel like November. Because they wrapped earlier than they usually do. Okay. So right? Hope, I mean, like, we're going to have to start filling stuff in. We've been hanging out with only two Housewives franchises for a very long time. No, but I, I'm loving it. Ba, Me ba, too. Ba, ba, ba. It like, feels so free. Speaking of things that feel so free... Like this person's bowels. Um, wow. So, in other Vanderpump Rules news, this is kind of a gross story, but Sir is being uh, sued, and I wanted to go through what the court document said because it's kind of if you're eating something, like maybe stop for like two minutes. Yeah. Hopefully, you're not listening on your lunch break. So, in court documents, a woman says she was on vacation with her family in Los Angeles when they decided to dine at Sir, adding that they had not eaten anything else that day. The wo- <laughs> they waited all day. <laughs> um, pro tip, if you're going to Sir, eat before you go. Sure. Um, the woman ordered white fish covered with an orange cream sauce on her plate, along with broccoli and potatoes. All right. Pause. Okay. <laughs> this is like Swordfish Parmesan. Remember that account that followed us? Yeah, <laughs> Swordfish Parm. So, okay. I, I'm, I'm like two sides of the coin on this. I hate people who are like, like I can't eat fish. Like I don't like fish, right? But also at the same time, don't be a dummy when you're ordering fish. Right. Like don't order... The fish covered in orange cream sauce. Sauce. You almost said sauce. (laughs) Vegeta Kershinger is like jumping out. At Sir. But like, is that a meal that comes at Sir is the question. Like, is that one of their meals? What do you think? She like carried it in with her? No, I mean like, is that how the meal comes? Oh, you're saying don't even get that meal in... I yeah, get what don't, you mean. Don't order the white fish I thought you meant like, don't special so- order the white fish and... Yeah, no, no, no. Don't, when you're looking at the menu at Sir, don't order the white fish in a cream sauce. First of all, fish and dairy don't belong together. There's only, I can't think of an instance right now, but there is an instance that it works. I just can't think of it. You could have like a, um, and this is like not, this is not even really it, but you could have a shrimp Parmesan, like like a chicken parm, but with like shrimp, oh, tomato yeah. sauce. I, I don't like that. But pe- but people do that. People do do that. Ugh. I don't. Obviously, I don't do that because I don't eat cheese. But people. But like shrimp is a shellfish versus like a white fish yeah. that they're ordering. Apparently. Okay, so this is but like what's the, what's the orange cream like? A, is it like a, a creamsicle just like melted? No, but maybe like a carrot cream. Mm, I don't know about that. Um, okay, an hour after starting to eat the meal, the woman claims her head suddenly whipped back, causing her body to move backwards as well, as she felt a hot sensation rise from her stomach, this is actually kind of gross, into her chest and then into her throat that she was unable to control. She alleges that reaction didn't stop there. Her head came forward while um, vomit filled her mouth, and she became vom- she began vomiting profusely. It got so out of control that the woman fell to the floor on her knees and continued to vomit. She claims that she also began to defecate through her clothing. She was unable to stop vomiting or defecating as she kneeled on the floor, causing her clothing to soil. (laughs) Sorry, that's just so much. But the other part that's not in here, 
I heard that the only thing that the people that the wait staff did was come and pour water on her. I think that's what. But honestly, it sounds like she's just drunk vomiting at the table. Yeah, I mean, like those drinks. I will say, those drinks. If you're going there on an empty stomach, yeah, which apparently she hasn't eaten all day. Those sugary ass drinks. I have seen somebody actually know somebody who claims they only had like two drinks there, vomiting profusely, swinging their pump, head back at pump. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll never forget. But uh, Sir has a reaction. So Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Zapata, um, who is what's-his-name's wife. Guillermo. Said, Sir has been in business for 15 years and serves over uh, 150,000 patrons a year. Nothing is more important to us than the care and enjoyment of our patrons. We have maintained our A rating from the Department of Health and Regular checks from the health department. We have no record of this ever happening from two years ago in 2017. Oh, that's the other one. Other thing. Mm. It allegedly happened two years ago. Um, Our attorneys have yet to see the complaint complaint just filed 24 months after this alleged Mm -hmm. incident. Um, She also said that if it happened, it would have been captured on their cameras. If someone had vomited and defecated on the floor, it would have been immediately been reported to the health department and would have been on our cameras or others. I stand with Nathalie. I stand with Nathalie, too. As they, they own 51% of this business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when Camille was the little detective and figured that out? Mm, yeah. So, despite the fact that I don't think this happened, I would still recommend just going for a drink. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or a goat cheese ball. Mm, I would say food is not good at Sir, but Tom Tom, I did enjoy... Some of the food that I had. But also don't order a creamy fish at Sir. Yeah. Order the buffalo cauliflower, also known as vegan buffalo wings. That's not going to fuck you up. It's not going to fuck you up. It's going to fuck your mouth up in a good way. Mm. Okay. Should we go to Rob? Let's go to Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay, so... The the brightest star in the sky. Truly. I mean, after losing Bethany... And future being unclear for New York. Giselle, like Giselle's strength only grows. Especially after losing three OGs this year. And Teresa should be out. Teresa if, should be out. If, if we're being honest. It's irresponsible to have Teresa on the show still. Because now is Teresa the most like senior person? Excuse me. Ramona Singer still exists. Yeah, she does. But it's like no one gives Ramona the credit. Though she, she did, honestly, and I will say this to the day I die, Ramona deserves a lot of credit for making that show what it is. She does. Season three. She is pop icon. Season three, people always talk about Kelly and Scary Island, but the true star of season three was Ramona. From the moment that she introduced her new older Cameron Diaz hair to the bridge conversation. Where she to, brought up Obamacare. To Turtle Time. <laughs> To um, just her runway walk at Brooklyn Fashion Week. She brought in Sonia. She brought in Sonia. No, she didn't actually. Sonia was Luann's friends. Oh. It, the, it's so wild to see who introduces who. But they had the conversation. They had a history. They fought over a dress or something. Yeah, they had a history. But it's always so interesting to see who brought in who. Because technically, if we're talking about Ramona bringing someone in, you want to know who she brought in? Cindy Barshop. Oh, yeah, I know that. Because Alex was watching a lot of that this weekend. That is wild. Yeah. Quag. Quag. 
Okay. And I looked Squawk up. It's not that far away. Yeah. Let's do Potomac. Okay. Okay. We squeezed in a little scene, because we're not going to be seeing Monique for a while. (laughs) This is kind of unprecedented. What do you mean? We've never had a housewife miss a trip for this reason, have we? For a pregnancy? For a pregnancy. I feel like Candy did. I think Candy did. It hasn't happened in a while, then. In a while. We don't have, like, a lot of... Pregnant housewives in the modern era. Well, like we went, we Atlanta still has them. We went to, we went pregnant last year with Portia, didn't but we? But she was early in the pregnancy. She was just, just only announcing the pregnancy. And, but the year before, didn't we go with Eva? And I think she too was early. Was she? Yeah. Okay. Because she showed up to the reunion, reunion like super pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, it's just like unfair. Go somewhere local. Like, we had to go somewhere local when Bethany had a medical issue. Yeah. So, she, Monique is just getting her back cracked, and, Cam, and Karen has to go watch. That's pretty much it. She's a good watcher. She, it's, we get a lot of scenes with um, Karen and Monique in, like, doctor's offices. Sure, yeah. Let's go for another appointment. Like, another yeah. one. Another <laughs> one. Okay. This is Robin's trip. Mm-hmm. I think because we're celebrating the fact that she finally renovated the house with the landlord backsplash. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> yeah. The duplex, which many have been quick to point out, was a duplex. Uh, and We were both right? I was more right because you were trying to discount me and I said it's a regional thing probably. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. boop. Okay. But, like, we're a New York City baby. Okay. <laughs> no, we're, I'm saying we're both right. I think it's fucked up. Like, as a nation, let's define duplex. Yeah, it's let's stop fucking around. Duplex is defined as a bar on the on the corner of Christopher Street and Seventh Avenue. Done. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So she misses the flight. Can I say this about her missing her flight? So, like, her stuff in the airport to me was so fun and so watchable. <laughs> Her, like, talking into her camera phone. I, like, loved her missing her flight. Okay, so Robin... I feel like this... Like, we've been building up to this moment of Robin being late. And, like, this is truly now affecting... Right, because they mention it every single episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... The wigs are addressed. It took a long time. Yeah. Because it feels like this is... Katie's wigs has been, like a main topic of conversation about this season of ROP. From the fans. From the fans. Not on the show. Right, right. That's what Everyone's I mean. acting like it's normal. Right. But finally we're talking about if the wig is dead or alive. And Katie says it's neither. <laughs> uh, it's an otherworldly being. But, I mean, we, we, we come back to the wig later. Mm-hmm. So we can save it for that. But this one... Like, seemed to be, like, swirling around her head throughout the episode. Right. Like, it was a different hairline every time the the camera found her. She kept on, like, placing the thing behind her ear the entire time. But it was funny when Ashley was talking about Katie's wig while wearing the Mama Sheila wig. Because she was dragged by that by the fan community so much when it first happened. I know, but she didn't go back and, like, film this. No, but that's why it was funny. Yeah, it, it was, was fu- extra yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They did reshoots. Right. 
why like why was she even doing that to begin with is what I can't understand. That wig? Yeah. Cuz she has never done that before, I think. I don't know. She either has like the, the natural or the I very think, the like, super strange. I think when you're talking about housewives and they do like in confessional looks, I think there is because of like Erica Jane and people mm. A lot of the women want to, like, amp up their looks, so they experiment. And I don't think that the confessional is the time to experiment. I think you need to do what Barbara Kay did. Bring five different tops, mm. look exactly the same in every single one, but they'll show you talking confessionals in five different shop in five different tops in one single episode. Beautiful. Speaking of Erica Jane, Erica Jane is over. It's now Karen Jane. Oh, gosh. Because she was wearing, like, a very Erica Jane outfit. Well, the outfit, and then also, the, like, the hair to match. Right. It was, like, was it, um, refresh me, it was just, like, an oversized t-shirt look? It was, like, a jersey. Yeah. With the numbers, and yeah. there was something on it. A jersey dress. Right. Blonde hair, down the middle, both uh-huh. sides. Erica Jane's impact. Next year, Karen will be in a confessional look that looks like it's painted on. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking of Karen Jane, Karen Jane and Giselle in the lobby, once again, fighting. And the white people are staring. Oh, my God. We're fighting over what transpired during the last trip, mm-hmm. which was the Instagram Live. She went back to Karen her room moment. and she was on Instagram Live, which, like, Let's think about this. Okay, so say we went on vacation or something, and I was like, oh, I'm going to turn in early. And then I happen to, you happen to notice I was like on social in some capacity. Like, I wouldn't be on Instagram Live, but what if I was like live tweeting a TV show or something like that? What would you do? Nothing. Right. Well, that's why we don't have a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I can see both sides of this coin. No, I can see the side Giselle that's like... Giselle sounds so crazy. I don't know. I can see the side of like, oh, you're going to... You're going to leave the group when we're having fun and then just go, like, still be up for however many hours and, like, go chat with people online. But she's laying in bed. Right. But still, I can see both sides. And then I can see Karen being like, oh, I just want, like, my me time. And if my me time involves me trying to get validation from strangers, then that's (laughs) great. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I'm obviously team Karen here, which feels strange. But, uh... On the way, since Robin wasn't there, Giselle claimed authority on this trip. Like, she's claimed, like, the Caribbean queen authority is, I think, what she called it. Yeah. She was the Creole queen, and now she's the Caribbean queen. Right. But, lo and behold, when Robin checks in from the airport in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. probably. No, no, no. It's Ashley, who is now the queen. Number. Yeah. What was the reasoning that Ashley was the queen again? It was like... Because um, she's been through, through so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's like room drama. Giselle's trying to like change her room. Because Giselle was put with Karen. Karen. Yeah. That's fine. Right. I don't feel like... This isn't... The rooms don't really matter when we're at a hotel. It's like... it's. But the thing is like... If you're at a hotel... Everyone should just get their own room. Mm. I know it's a TV show, so it's different. Sure. Okay, but we have dinner on the beach. 
we're meeting up on the beach to watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. Or what we're wearing high heels on the beach. One thing that I thought was going to be like come an issue issue that I don't think really became an issue was Katie said she was going to go meet up with Candace and she forgot and like wandered oh. down to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> she wandered down to the beach in a new wig. Yeah. It wasn't new. It, they all looked the same. This was a shorter like little mini pony mm. in the back. So the cinematography that took place as Katie and Ashley got into it was so beautiful, so reminiscent of Jill Zarin. Yeah. Jill Zarin's face while... Karen is the new Jill Zarin. While Cindy's fighting with Ramona or something. In Morocco. Yeah. I recently rewatched that, like I said. Mm. It's so good. And there, there was another good Jill Zarin moment like that that happened in season three. Not to, like, dwell on Jill mm. Zarin, but... You're still really like from Bethany. to existence. But um, when... They're, she's prepping Ramona, or before the Brooklyn Fashion Show, Jill goes backstage and talks to Ramona and basically is like critiquing her. Yeah. And then Jill goes, Where's Mario? Where's Mario? Don't you think he would want to come see his sexy wife in the show? Mm. And then she walks away right after she says that and she looks at the camera and sticks out her tongue in like a, like, I'm disgusted way. <laughs> I love staring at the camera on Housewives. Yeah, same. But this was beautiful cinematography in yeah. Potomac. Oh, yeah. With Karen's face while they were fighting. I think I retweeted the clip if anyone wants to go to my Twitter mm. feed. And w- where can we find that? At not Brendan. Okay. I don't usually retweet myself from the Come Through Queen account, so you might have not seen it. <laughs> you also don't retweet from the Come Through Queen account <laughs> to your private account. Not private, but your personal account. Wait, you mean vice versa? No. I don't retweet anything from the... I sometimes do. No, you don't promote, like, Come Through Queen. I just did on my Instagram story. It's mm-hmm. there right now, okay. live. <laughs> okay. So, while we're here in... Uh, where are we? I don't even know where we are. Um, We are in... Uh, Cayman? The Cayman Islands. Cayman Islands. That sounds right. Yes. While we're in the Cayman Islands, we are setting the groundwork for the finale party, which sounds like it's going to be the La Dame launch slash reveal slash more exploratory committees. <laughs> the Ladam exploratory committees. Ladam is running. Yeah, she's running. Speaking of running, Robin finally runs to the hotel. Oh my god. It's like ten hours later. They've <laughs> laid on the beach. They've gone to their rooms. They've had dinner. I love it. She's just like matter of like, oh, I'm here. In her lemon lemon shirt, they go up for drinks, and then Katie and Ashley get back into it, and that's when we get the horrible tu- when when Ashley starts saying horrible toupee. I was screaming, and then she gives the line of "You are not mentally strong enough for this group," which is going to a, a next level, and it seemed from that every- didn't need to happen. But from everyone's reaction, it's kind of like they were all talking about it. It's it's very, um, but now we said it. It's very Gina Kirshinger, Matt's cheated on you. Yeah. But now we said it. Yeah. So speaking of that, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Orange County. Okay.
and we're back with Orange County Rock. The Rock, the ladies who rock. The ladies who rock. And we're still in the middle of that fight. I know. I forgot that we picked up where we left off. It got a to be continued. Doesn't deserve. Does not deserve. We could have wrapped that up last week. Yeah, because it was just like a dumb fight between um, Kelly and Vicky. Although, I do have to say, in this household, we have been quoting the ha-ha-ha, hoo 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 <laughs> big emoji. Oh, yeah. Like, all you guys weekend. always... You always pick the weirdest little thing <laughs> to really... I mean, it's so clear that she recorded the pig and emoji and then was having the time of her life watching herself. Right. That's where right. we got the ha-ha-ha's, hoo-hoo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's just, like, screaming, running out, and then it kind of gets into a Bronwyn-Vicky fight. Well, it... first it's Gina talking about... Confronting Vicky about the jailbird stuff. Yeah. And... Vicky is like, yeah, I said that. No, no, she's denying it. Right, but in the confessionals later, she's like, yeah, I said that because we think you're a dumbass, Gina. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which, like, I'm not on Team Vicky at all this season, but I will say, Gina's story is not adding up in one bit. Oh, yeah, well, you've talked about the mommy party. The mommy party, and then, like, it being after midnight, and then even in the texts, Ch- Shannon's getting off Scott free here because Shannon actually has more texts that are like just as mean as Vicky's. If you look at them, oh, what what did J- Shannon say? Like it's like something about it being so irresponsible. Then her telling her talking about the, what time it was, and Shannon, I saw a screenshot on the internet somewhere, and Shannon said it was like three forty-five a.m. Huh? or something. I'll oh find the screenshots and pull them up. I think I saw them on Reddit. Yeah, or normally like I would. I normally I would have paused the screen, uh-huh. taken a picture, but I just wasn't mentally there. Yeah. So Bronwyn versus Vicky. Bronwyn, I still only see Kylie Minogue mm. when I look at her. I also see some Steph Holman. Some. Yeah. A wiser Steph Holman. Yeah, definitely a wiser Steph Holman. Yes. But she she goes from hating Vicky, and then she's talking to Vicky. Well, she's basically like to Vicky in this first fight. She's like, I can tell, like I can tell a lot about people when I first meet them, and you're not coming off well to me mm. at all right now. Yeah, and like goes in, and Vicky's like, oh, this Bronwyn person, Brownwind, Brownwind. Um, and this just like Vicky and this behavior in this episode again just goes to show. I think she knew at this point that she was only a friend. Okay, so let me tell you something. Okay, about my family? About you your family. Are you thieves? Tamara did an, an interview recently where she kind of let slip that they knew Vicky was a friend of at the start of this. Interesting. And I think what confirms that is a little later in the party scene where Tamara's like, we got the new Trace Amigas. Right, right. Because why would she be saying we have a new Trace Amigas with when, this random woman? When Vicky's still... When Vicky's still is holding a, uh, an orange. Yeah, and I still stand behind my theory. I think that Vicky probably would have left, but I think that she had a long conversation with Andy, and I think he probably convinced her to stay. I also think... The success of her insurance company is 
goes along with her being on television. Right, because if you're not on television, you're not famous anymore and you're not in front of people. But the difference with Bethany is Bethany could buy and sell real estate and flip shit and till the cows come home and she doesn't need to be on TV to do that. I will say, and not to go to Bethany again, but I will say, think that if this Mark Burnett deal does not come to fruition with like a successful show after this or successful shows after this, or she doesn't end up as a permanent on shark tank. If none of that, if all of that falls through kind of like when she got her Bravo spinoff and her talk show, mm-hmm. if all of that falls through, she'll be back. I think if it falls through in a very publicly negative way. Right. I think there's something about like, people not appearing on TV in general anymore. If you're that kind of person who wants to, if like needs that for you, then you'll go back. And I think that's why we're seeing Vicky here, a very angry Vicky, a not coming across great Vicky mm. because it's TV or death, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Okay, let's Oh, while we're still at the party, Tamara and Eddie are being weird as usual. Tamara was being weird. I'll, I don't like Vicky. I mean, Eddie. Oh, my God. I don't like Eddie, but Tamara was, like, trying to coax him into, like, this storyline about him loving when she, quote-unquote, gives him anal. Or not gives him anal, but, like, <laughs> offers him anal. Yeah. Well, she, well, he he started by saying, oh... I don't even know what they were talking about. Like, was it drinking? I or? guess, like, he, there must be a weird guilt thing in their family where, like, she... Makes him go to church. He gets... He guilts her when she gets drunk. So, like, oh, the... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, flip side of that was, like, I won't say anything if you let me not go to church or something like that. And she's like, no, I'm gonna... I'm gonna offer you anal instead. <laughs> and she kept on saying it. She was standing in the door with her ass out. Like, yeah, it was really and weird. it was clear he was like, no, I just, like, don't want to go to church. Yeah. I think he's an adult and he shouldn't not have to go to church if he doesn't want to. <laughs> right. Like, I don't have to go to church when I'm around, like, my larger family if I don't want to. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Gina. we get the new... Oh, wait, but for, going off of that and then getting to the new Trace Amigas, between oh, okay. Trace Tamara's Amigas. behavior okay. there and the new Trace Amigas, like, performing for this group of people at this party who don't care, I was like, this is so... The neighbors? This is so embarrassing. Yeah. They're just, like, making a scene that doesn't exist at all. Sure. It's dark and sad. Yeah. And it's... Tamara orchestrated it. Yeah. Although I have to say, Vicky is the the worst offender in terms of an OG being annoying. Mm-hmm. Like Tamara's annoying, but like Tamara's annoying in her own way. She's I, not annoying in like a, I run the show way. I know, but everything Tamara does is a performance. It's oh, all yeah. a performance. It is, yeah. And yeah. I said this last season when she was performing in Mexico. It's like she's acting all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. We disagreed on this last year in Mexico, but mm. it's this scene it comes through to me that like she's acting with Eddie every single time oh, they have a yeah. scene. You know then what? You're right. I'm she's sold. acting with like, oh, we're the new Trace Amigas. We're gonna stand on my kitchen on my counter, counter yeah. when nobody's on that energy level. Yeah, you sold me. Yeah, 
I don't like Tamara. I wish she was off the show. Mm. And like, well, like which, what we show do we have left? Mm, right. Bronwyn and Friends. Um, Although, I mean, Kelly Dodd, barely in this episode, but yet the center of it all, really. I know. Should we move over to Gina's for a second? Because Although, I, has there ever been a sadder home? Okay. While I was rewatching this... Gina, this season, is the what we would have gotten with Jules season two. Oh, no. So, for the best for Jules. I know, but, like, it would have been a little different. Only of because course. It's always going to be a little different. No, but it would have been a little different because Jules, New York City, like, automatically when you're there, it elevates it a little bit. Gina moved out to Orange County to live in this, like, weird little home by herself when her entire family's across the country, and, like, it's just, like, bleak on a different kind of level. Mm. And, like, did they trick... Did production trick her? And, like, were they, like, oh, we need Told to... Told her the wrong day they were coming? Like, we need to come get test shots or something like that, and, like, then filmed all the piles of clothes around her house? She doesn't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> but like, not in, like, a empowering way, but in a very sad way. I know. It's like, any, for, it's like, when you have a guest, even if they're just coming over for, like... Throw it in the closet. If, yeah, even if they're just coming over for, to, like, have a drink, you, like, don't leave piles of stuff around your house. Yeah. But these people are coming to stay, and it's her... No. Not parents. these people are coming to stay. The cameras are coming in. Right. The, the cameras are more important than her parents coming to say. I, it's all it's all it's all bleak to me. I will say that once that guest room was put together, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cute." Her guest room slash office. So, last week's episode, we threw in the clip as the intro, as like the front room, and the and that was part of a greater house tour that's available yeah. on Bravo. <laughs> you named the episode the front room. <laughs> it's like, this is what I mean, you pick the most random stuff sometimes. <laughs> okay, but I don't know if you watched the full MTV Cribs house tour. Oh, I sent it to you. Okay. This is, this seems to be filmed much more recently. Mm-hmm. And yet still... Barren. Uh, the bleak, the bleakness of it all. Yeah. Like, we couldn't get uh, Jeff Lewis. Like, Shannon's friends with Jeff Lewis. Right. Get him in there to, I like... I think they had a falling out, though. Oh. I think Jeff Lewis is falls one of those people who falls out with everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get someone in there. Yeah, it's... Uh, get, like, a Nate Burgess in there. He lives famously in New York now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As we learned from Marcy... Granoff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mother of the Jamie Message of the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the, the conversation with Gina and her parents, we were, like, crying but not talking about anything. Right? Right. And it's, like, still... And she had a confessional where she was, like, and they don't know everything yet. And this is before we learned even the stuff about Matt later in the episode. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bigger, darker picture here. There's and more we don't know. I think there's more that we don't even know after this episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shannon Brownwind getting drinks. Can I tell you? I cried during this. <laughs> you cried during this? 
Why? Because uh, Bronwyn was talking about the struggles with her child and how their child went through the depression and the eating disorder and the OCD. And then Shannon was getting teary-eyed and they were having a mother moment together. What's not to cry about? Okay, well... We were learning about Bronwyn being a compassionate mother. So I have the different Lisa Renna take of it all where I'm thinking... Why are you telling this poor girl's story on TV to give yourself a story? Oh, I don't know. I guess we don't know the kid enough, so it's not like I like knew which one it was mm-hmm. of the seven. Yeah. Well, like, she was pulling her out from the seven. Right. I don't know. I liked it at first. But now mm-hmm. I see your, now I you see your see side. My point? I see your side, but I still cried. I can't help it. Okay. Well, obviously, it's something to cry over, but, like, I'm crying over the fact that why, like... Why are we shining the light on this? I know. I just was more focused, I think, on, like, the two mothers bonding mm. about being mothers. I know. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I like Shannon being a nice to a new woman. <laughs> Shannon ordering a sh- shrimp cocktail and then making a joke about ordering, like, real food. Mm. Uh, bleak. Real food versus what? No, she, like, ordered a shrimp cocktail and she made a joke and she was like, not real food, but she was like, and then I'll have, like, the... Brie, the baked brie, and then like mm. the bacon something or other, and then she was like, "Just kidding," and it was okay. like, uh, "Okay, yeah." Um, I mean, my takeaway was I'm glad Shannon's just not. I think she, I mean she, this goes to show Shannon knows Vicky's gone. This is a new world we're living in, right? So like, you can't be nasty. Yeah, she's almost filling the Vicky role where like Vicky would take in the new people a lot of the times. Not every time, but a lot of just some Kelly of the times. Don. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tamara checking her mom into the old age home. We were talking about this earlier. Her mom is sixty-eight years old. Yeah, a, a great grandmother. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, it's ni- It's twenty nineteen. Anything could happen. But, like, it's 2019, like, not a ton of 68-year-olds are going to, like, this old-age home. I guess it's, like, different than a nursing home. Nursing I mean, home. It's she's, she's still very lively. Yeah, she has the wedding dress from the Simon marriage. That she's bringing to this wall-to-wall carpeted home. This is how a lot of places are, wall-to-wall carpeting. I don't know if you noticed this, too, when they were moving in. There were towels... Draped on the wall, on the wall-to-wall carpeting. Well, because I think you don't want to like ruin the carpeting when you're bringing furniture in. I'm like joking on vomit. Right? Oh my god! <laughs> I think Gina's place for like all of the upstairs and even like the living yes. room was all wall-to-wall. No, carpeting. the upstairs, just the upstairs, yeah. not the living room. What? That's like. Let me tell you, I think it was a big thing up until probably the mid '90s. I would say it started to turn early 2000s when people were like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to call Roto-Rooter? I mean, think of, like, even when you still go watch, um, like, House Hunters or whatever. Like, so many of those places are, like, wall-to-wall carpeting and stuff like that. I'm not not saying I like it, but it was, like, definitely a trend for a very long time. Like, let's rip it all up. Yeah, well, like, get... Chip and Joanna Gaines in there. Let's get Chip. Let's go Joanna. Let's get Tarek. I know we don't like Tarek. Who's right? Tarek? Isn't he the one that like divorced the girl and then married 
a, a bachelor? It's like, did he marry a bachelorette? I think he married a lookalike. Yeah, and like, but he's still doing the show with the old one. I think that was maybe one season. No, I think they. I think they announced another season. No, 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 no I no, because I listened to a, I listened to another podcast where they talked about it. Mm. Wow! Sound off in the comments below. Sound off. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, the wedding dress. Let's talk about the wedding dress. Tamra is now doing a contest to give oh. the wedding dress to a, a woman in need, someone a bride in need, in need, a bride in need, and I think that bride is Alex the bride Hurst. is Alex Hurst. <laughs> Um, this Tamara's actually copying uh, one Barbara Kay here because mm. Barbara Kay did this with her reunion dress. Yes, yes, yes. Gave it to a person Someone in need. need. Wow. Okay. Gina and Emily meeting up. This Vegas trip. <laughs> she was gonna do like a dance for Matt, like, but, but not just like a dance for Matt, like. As part of a greater production. Like as if she is... A pussycat doll. Yeah, like, no, like, she's Lisa Vanderpump going to Vegas with, with Maloof Hoof in tow at the Palms on stage giving a performance. Right. It wasn't going to be, like, in the, room, in the room. Right. To think that Shane would like this. To think that Shane would like anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you think Shane likes anything, Emily? <laughs> I there's never been a more miserable. The men of the Real Houses of OC are, are the worst. The worst. worst of the worst. Name like, a worst man from another franchise. Name a worst man in general, aside from like, like the terrible men of the world. Yeah, like an Epstein. Yeah, yeah. They're like these men are like two tiers down from that. Yeah, very close. Yeah. But it was, it was. We didn't even talk about. There was a whole. I don't. I don't want to talk about this. There was that whole Ryan saga that happened on social media Ooh. over the weekend. You can go find that information yourself because it's depressing as fuck. But Ryan is fighting with his ex girlfriend, ex wife, ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend, mother, mother of, his, of child. his child, and it's very public and it's all on Instagram and it's awful. Go if you want to be depressed for days. Go look at that. But let's yeah. talk about Shane, another depressing person. So he doesn't want to go on this Vegas trip. And then he was going to retreat to a hotel for two weeks. For two weeks. weeks. That's so expensive. It's expensive to be Shane. (laughs) 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 So Emily's like, da-da-da-da-da, and Gina's like, hold my beer. Runs out the room, runs back into the room. She goes and sits in the other room (laughs) in plain sight for like two seconds. And she's like, I can't. I can't. No, I gotta do it. And then she says, Matt cheated on me. Matt cheated on me. As as you know, Matt cheated on me. We knew that? No, no, no. Like, oh, she, as you know. No, she's like kind of saying, as you know, to Emily. Because Emily already knows. Right. But it's the act of saying it on camera that's the difference. Yeah. Which is why, like, I, OC's steps from breaking that fourth wall. Mm. Yeah. That was I when they did the previews. I was like, "Where are we going with this?" Yeah. How dark? And it wasn't really that dark. It was just people cheat all the time. It was just we were getting down to the root of the matter. You know what? That's why people like monogamy is dead, bitches. Mm. Just like open up your relationships. Hello. Mm. 
Although he was not even living in the same city as her at the time. Oh, I've heard conspiracy theories that say otherwise. Oh. And that say that the L.A. thing was just, like, Gina's way of, like... Shipping him out to sea? Ship, not even shipping him out to sea, but, like, shipping, like, the thought of him out to sea to mm. make an excuse as to why he oh. wasn't around. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Some internet sleuths. I'll, I'll believe anything I read on the internet. Yeah. You're like a boomer. <laughs> okay. The, is it Dark Rabbit? Dark Rabbit Dance Gear. I, you're reading that, but I like might have mistakenly read that. No, I think that. it's Dark Rabbit. Okay. I was on their website. So Dark Rabbit Dance Gear, as produced by Rowan Burke. Isn't that interesting? It's ju- The kids just take the Burke. I think that the dad... Is just Burke, too? Yeah, but I think he put Wyndham in his profile on Instagram. In to Solidarity. Like, in Solidarity, mm-hmm. recently when they announced the show. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about his... Can we talk about their dual confessional? When was the last time you've seen this? I think we only see it on other shows. Like, I think I think it's something that we see on, like, a Don't Be Tardy. Oh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, when it's... I will say, they do it on OC when it's two of the children. Yeah. But, like, not adults together. Well, well Shannon and One Child last week was a new territory. That was yeah. groundbreaking. Have we maybe, like, done a Zio... Joe and ZMLS once, maybe I like don't years think so. ago. I don't think so. I can't think of a husband and a housewife filming a sound off in the comments. Like below. to have the two of them sharing that small space and that necklace sharing yeah. that small space. Those three things sharing that space. What was with that necklace protruding? It was like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a necklace. I would say a talisman. Is it from the Countess collection? It was a statement talisman from the Countess Collection. He, his style is so Orange County. So Orange County. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. It's wild. But, like, I support it. Like, Bronwyn should be wearing, what What, what was that, those shirts called? Uh, a sky top. Sky top. Oh, she should be wearing a sky top, but put her little safety pin in it. And hold her uh, She Persisted book. Yes, because we did some come through, <laughs> red, red, white, and come through. Because obviously a lot of the OC, we just expect them to be trumpettas. Right, but the OC famously just... Spencer turned it blue. Spencer turned it blue. So <laughs> Bronwyn was a part of that blue wave. Mm. Okay, we go to group dinner. Vicky... At, oh, can I set the scene mm. here? Tortilla Republic, which... This is the Laguna Beach location, but there's one in Los Angeles, like, a door down from Sir. Just wanted to okay. say that. So I'm sure a lot of the Sir um, leftovers go over to Tortilla Republic. Because mm. it's also just, like, a better restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So we're at group dinner, and Vicky is invited during the group dinner? I think that Vicky and Shannon are playing a little bit... Um, Fast and loose with the call Fast sheet. Fast and loose with the call sheet, and I think that <laughs> Vicky was like, "Yeah, just just call me and invite. I'll call you, and you have to invite me. I mean, what what can they do? Like, what so, the, can they do? So was they could was do like Vicky, what you do and edit stuff out in the middle, but like, <laughs> was Vicky actually filming a scene with Emily by herself? No, uh, <laughs> that was made up. I didn't. I did not understand. She's no idea on. who Emily is. I don't think <laughs> <Okay>. Vicky. <laughs> she, she knows Bron- Brown Wind more than Emily. 
It was very interesting, though. Brown wins. Very quick to apologize. Because the, the Amiga sold her, too. I know. But, like, also kind of smart because I don't think that for Brown wins longevity, mm-hmm. that kind of immediate fight with Vicky will serve her well. Will serve her well yeah. for like what she wants to do with this housewife's for career. Sure. So I think it was smart. Um But yeah, and then we get what what's the topic of conversation during this thing? The Coke and the train? The Coke train? Well we're starting with a Coke. And we're ending with a train. Yeah. The train. Like, run a train. Yeah. Like, it's implied, I I think these women don't know how to talk about sex and, like, the way that, like, they hear millennials talk about some of these terms. So I think it got translated oddly. Mm. But I think it's implying, Vicky's implying that Kelly has had sex with multiple partners in her entire life. (laughs) But, like... Hooked up with multiple men at the same time. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, think I read um, an explainer. And it was maybe just a threesome. Right. But, like, Vicky's Im- implication makes it seem much more dramatic than that. Well, yeah, I'm sure, like, like she was talking about it in front of her kid or whatever. And was just like, oh, yeah, she go to... Mm. You know. Wow. Oh, OC, what a weird place we're in right now. We're in a very weird place. I like. I think it's time for Vicky to go. Permanently. Permanently. Not even F-O-H. Mm, yeah, just yeah. go. Get out of here. So should we move to Freak? Okay, Freak. Who's the Freak, Brendan? So Freak is, um, there's a new game, actually. <laughs> it sounds uh, up your alley. I know. Actually, sometimes the Freak and the Queen are mixed up as far as what it should actually be. So... Mm. For me, this is the actual queen, but we're calling it the sure. freak. So if you go to your iPhone app store and um, search for just what, Peter slots? <laughs> Anyways, Peter, Peter Ma- Madrigal. Madrigal from um, Vanderpump Rules and also season two of uh, Tales of the City. Um, sorry, it's like an inside joke if you know about mm-hmm. Tales, in the si- Tales of the City. Um, he has a game on iOS that you can download called, like, Peter Slots, where you play slot machines with Peter Madrigal. And he's dressed up in, like, different costumes. He's dressed up in different costumes. Like pirate. pirates. Well, he always looks good in a pirate costume. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check that out. Also, he's still on Cameo, and his Cameos are the scariest ones out there, usually. Oh. If you go to his page, so... I'm sure his rate is pretty low, so also go check those out. Sure. And then put some money in Paul Burnin's pocket. Yeah. Bethany's man. Investor in Cameo. Yeah, yeah. Queen. Okay. It almost was one Bethany Frankel, but Sarah Alexandra McCord outqueened them all. So Alex stumbled upon this in Australia. Morning, like a Good Morning Australia talk show. Mm-hmm. He did a special feature on the elderly and gaming to mm-hmm. improve their minds. It was like young children gaming with the elderly, mm-hmm. improving their reflexes, their just like the the flo- the blood flowing in their brains mm-hmm. you know keeping their keeping them active and lo and behold Alex McCord pops up and as part of her like graduate 
studies, program, research is doing the, and I know this is impacted by Francois and Johan and Johan's love of games. You forgot Johan's name. Johan, Johan Face. Face. Yeah. She went out to study the impact that gaming has for the elder mind. Beautiful. Tasks task switching she talks about responsiveness da, 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 da. and what's amazing about this clip there's not a single mention of her being a real housewife yeah and I scanned the comments of the um, article not mm-hmm. the article the video on Facebook yeah nobody mentions it not a one but like, that warms my heart so much yeah I guess oh, listen would I love them to visit Alex in Australia, season 12? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, let's make it happen. Do I love the fact that she is building this life for herself? By herself? Yes. Even more so. Great. It's beautiful. A one true queen. One true queen. Wow, what an episode. This has been... Wait, not to... It's not over yet, because oh. I have some late breaking news <laughs> that just came to me. Oh Where, where's the news? I'm chugging my skin. Where's the news update? Boop, 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 boop. So Ryan Bloomquist just posted in the Come Through Queen Facebook group that the New York City girls are filming tonight and realtor Anne is on the scene at what appears to be Tavern on the Green. Guys, I'm shaking. There's a video of realtor Anne in front of what, and I can confirm this does look like it is the outside of Tavern on the Green um, in one central park. And it's Anne, I don't know what she's saying because I don't have the audio right now, but um, it's happening. Guys, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Anne is compelling. Compelling. And we need someone on Team Woo. Yeah. But I don't think no, Anne's I mean, going to... But I don't think Anne's going to be a, soul, a blind soldier. Right. Thank it's, you, this thank you for this labor news. This might be it. I'm going to start crying again. It might be Anne. <laughs> wow. What an episode this has been. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to us. Yeah, I mean, like, you probably already are if you're this far, but write a review. No, but people, like, people find us late in life. Okay. <laughs> like, on, the, on, their, on their deathbed, they're listening <laughs> to come their queen in okay. hospice care. Okay, more importantly, if you want to keep up with us, the Facebook group is the place to be if mm. you want to keep up with our day-to-day. So it's Come Through Green. It's the Facebook group, not the Facebook page. I know that's kind of confusing, but you're an adult. You Join can both. figure it out. Join both. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. Dan's at IDK, IDK. I'm at not Brendan. You can go to comethroughqueen.com slash store, get some merch. You can call us at 71747freak. We might play your call. Or you could email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com or yeah. and email us a voice memo. Yeah, Dan loves to get an email voice memo. Mm, I do love it. You could follow Brendan at not Brendan. You can follow me. I already me. did that one. You can follow me at IDK, IDK. <laughs> I did that one too. <laughs> I'm like going viral, like left, right, front, center. The locals are loving. We just we we didn't even mention that we were both included in Bethany's Instagram story. I mean, it's just like so nice to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can follow us at Come Through Queen on Twitter. Dan will retweet himself onto that feed as well, so you can follow him from there. Let's go! Wow. Um, you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Calling all my girls, let's get a real. We can talk, talk, 
talk, it's your day, celebrate, calling all my girls. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.